Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. Do you have a bucket list? Uh, yeah, of course. So do I. Yeah? If there's one golf course on my bucket list, it's Augusta National. Have you ever been to Georgia? I have. Yeah. Do you know red clay? Yes. Yeah. Here's what I heard today. Once you get red clay on anything, it's there permanently. Whoa! <laughs> and you'll never get rid of it. Maybe that's okay, because it reminds you of something on your bucket list. Maybe, but this agent had a listing... And there was a dog that went out in the mud and came in the house after that and got red clay all over their brand new tile floor. Oh, dear. And she's panicking, thinking, oh, my gosh, this this is ruined forever. They're going to have to put a whole new floor in. Well, she found a way to get rid of red clay. Is this the parade of techniques? It is. I was hoping you were going somewhere with this. Okay. It's toilet bowl cleaner. Okay. That gets rid of anything. And it worked. They didn't have to rip up the floor and replace it. No, here's my parade of techniques. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, it was something somebody said. I thought it was great. All right. Okay, if if you are involved in a multiple offer and an escalation clause offer wins, have, have the buyer's agent who wins rewrite the offer at the accepted price. Oh, that's a really good idea. And then get two backup offers, too. Yeah. That's my parade of techniques for today. What's yours? That's a great idea because you're yeah. not giving a signal to the appraiser mm -hmm. that, oh, we overbid or we paid too much. Speaking of appraisers. Yes. So a few weeks ago, I think I shared, um, it was a ask the experts question. And the question was, what do you give the appraiser? And so this particular team put together a package and two of the agents already had one. So they improved theirs and shared what they had before the call. And so now people are doing this appraisal package. So when you have an appraisal, you deliver a package. So my parade of techniques this week is, whoa, am I ever glad I'm in R squared and I have an, appra an appraisal package because yeah. it's really working. The last three came in on the money. And just so you know, Whatever you put in your appraisal package, when you have multiple offers, you should also include the price that the other buyers were willing to pay for the house as well. Woohoo! Does it include chocolate-covered strawberries and bourbon? Well, you know, it might not be a bad idea. How about a slice of apple pie? Yeah. You know. So I had a very interesting Ask the Experts question. I don't think it was a standard Ask the Experts question, but I like this question so much 
and what people said so much, I want to use it this week. Okay. And it was, if you could go back in time and give advice to your brand new real estate self, what's your best piece of advice Aww. you'd give to yourself just starting out in real estate? And the first answer was, buy a business. Oh. Don't start from scratch. Mm -hmm. Look around for retiring agents mm -hmm. and agents who are um, disappearing. <laughs> Orphaned book of business. Right. Mm -hmm. Buy a book of business. What a smart thing for someone to say. And then two things that conflicted. One was, don't listen to anybody. And the other was, learn from everybody. <laughs> so kind of an interesting dichotomy. Trust yourself. And focus on what's important to you. Here's one. Don't take things personally. Well, that's good advice for everybody and very difficult to follow. <laughs> yeah. I would farm an area and be consistent with it. Uh, start small, but build up your stamina, build up your reputation, build up your influence, and be a sponge and hold yourself accountable to do that. Try everything till you find what works best for you. Follow up. How many times in your career have you find yourself writing those two words, follow up, right? Every seminar we ever go to, somebody says, secret number 14 is follow up. And it's true. More businesses lost due to a lack of follow up, I think, than anything else. That's a quote from Floyd. Thank you, Dad. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get Wickmanized, because I was in the business for eight months, and then I went to this seminar, and there was Mary Johnson Palin, and it just rang the truth bell for me. And for eight years, that's made my business successful, Aww. because I got Wickmanized. God bless him or her. I was just the mouthpiece. Find a CPA that you trust to help you manage your money. Hmm. Use your CRM. Somebody said, I'd have gotten top producer the first day mm -hmm. and paid for it because it's worth every penny. Of course, if you use it. And then the last thing was, make sure you earmark 10% of every commission to go into either savings or investment. Specifically, an S&P index fund. Because within a short period of time, you won't have to work anymore. Wow. Wow. That was a really interesting Ask the Experts question. I have one for all of you that are transitioning from your former life, your former job, your former pastime into real estate with the plan of being full-time, but you're still, you still got one foot in the other business. Ooh. And I think there's a lot of people like that, right? As you're coming in. So here was the Ask the Experts question. I feel like I'm not being present in the present. I feel like I'm doing a disservice to my former job because I'm texting and taking calls in between. And I don't feel like I can, I, in fact, just this week I lost a buyer because they said, we don't want someone who's only part-time mm. and we want somebody who can be super responsive to all of our needs. So what do I do? And I'll tell you what, I listened to some really, really good advice. But I think the bottom line is See yourself as who you're going to be. All right, right now you've got people in front of you in the old life and people in front of you that are your customers. But let's fast forward 
to when you're really successful and you're making all this money and you're doing all these transactions, then you're going to have even more people in front of you with a real estate need. So you'll still be, you'll still have this split where you got to figure out how fast is my response time? Am I willing to give up my personal life and my other clients to respond to this new person standing in front of me? It's always never going to change. It always is a question of, are balancing our choices in how we utilize our time. So just a couple of thoughts that came bubbling to the surface in this conversation. One was, um, uh, let's see, one, one, one was no apologies. Don't be apologies. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm only part-time. Oh, I really don't answer my phone between this and this. Cut it out. Why are you apologizing? You could be doing a million-dollar listing appointment during that time. You wouldn't be answering your phone, would you? One piece of advice was turn your phone off, or at least turn it over and have it on silent. Stop being tethered to your phone. You know, we just did that in the halfway to MSA message. Um, you gave us all kinds of good advice and information about how we can untether ourselves. And one comes out of that book that you and I have been reading that says, when we're so frantic not to miss anything. So we're texting and we're emailing and we're constantly diverted and checking and oh my gosh, and you know, we're going crazy trying to respond. When you're trying so hard not to miss anything, you miss everything. everything. Yeah. So be present in the present. What's your family life look like now? And what's it gonna look like when you're successful in real estate? We teach other people how to treat us. Be present in the present. Floyd Wickman teaches us to work in blocks of time. You and I know people that are doing hundreds of transactions per year, and they're not taking their phone every second. They can go to, they have time to go to dinner with us and not be on their phone. They have time to prospect for 90 minutes and not be on their phone other than to prospect. So there is a way Maybe it's that old uh, think and grow rich thing where you've got to imagine yourself being the person you're going to be before you can be it. How many times has someone in the program come up to you and said, I'm part-time and I want to go full-time? And what advice is Floyd taught us to give to every single person? Well, you set tell me. Set a date. Oh, set a date, yeah. Yeah, set a date. Now, maybe you've got other criteria as well. I have to have X in the pipeline. X number of transactions, or X, X number of commissions. Bank account, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But set a date, set a target, mm -hmm. and, and make it as short term as you possibly can. Otherwise, you're always going to have one foot in in a different world. And you know what happened to the young man on the flying trapeze? When he wouldn't let go of the first trapeze. And he grabbed the second one and pulled him apart. You've got to let go of what you're hanging on to in order to have the reach to get to where you want to go. You know, anyone that tells me they're part-time in real estate and full-time in something else, the first thing I always say is change the way you're thinking about it. Mm. Part-time, full-time is not about the number of hours that you're working. There's lots of full-time realtors that are working 20, 20 hours a week, right? So decide right now, I'm full-time in real estate. That other job just helps me afford to get my real estate career off the ground. And change your thinking. Shift your thinking. This is good. 
I'm glad you mentioned the halfway to MSA because yeah. we're now more than halfway oh, to yes, MSA. We are, in and fact. we have an early bird special we do, we do. that's good until April 30th. So take advantage of that. Save yourself some money. And Boy, come join us June 15th uh -huh. at the Virtual Master Sales Academy. See you there.